Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. to be here Rutledge Wood alongside Kyle Petty and our very special guest he's the current driver of the 95 Toyota Matt Benedetto is in yes. the house yes. Matt it seems like a pretty quiet week why don't I just lead with some other news that's been going on in the sports world yeah, it's been a quiet week. Yeah. Uh, nothing too crazy going on, right? Oh, hold on. I'm so. just getting this now. Wait a second. Nope. I was wrong, guys. Some huge news yesterday. Matt, next year, is going to drive one of the most iconic cars in all of motorsports. Partially, we believe, is a tribute to Kyle. The Wood Brothers, number 21 Ford. Congratulations, man. Yes, congratulations. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. It's been a crazy, uh, well, not only a crazy day yesterday, but a crazy couple of weeks yeah. how this all came about. I mean, you've taken us on what I would like yeah. to call an emotional roller coaster all season long. And for this to be the the happy ending is just, I, I don't know if you could script a yeah. better ending. Yeah, I, I don't think you could. I, I, take, us, take us down that trail because we, you know, you believe in this team, you want to stay with this team. And, and all of a sudden, within 10 days, it seems like, see you guys, I got, a, I got this deal. But. They changed drivers at the same time. But your deals came together so quick. Walk us through how this deal came together. Yeah, so it was only uh, a couple weeks ago. I laugh. I was saying my, my wife, Taylor, uh, two weeks ago was crying but in sad tears and panic. <laughs> and then uh, yesterday is crying in yeah. happy tears. That's, and that's good. all that's a two-week window. But, no, it's uh, it all came about that quick. So the Bristol week is when I found out that – uh, I wouldn't be able to return yeah. to LFR next year, and um, but I, you know, loved working with them guys and the opportunity. And so I'm like, what in the world is going to happen? And just sitting there, I have no idea. We go, but just go perform and do what we can do together. And then we have the Bristol run, almost winning, <laughs> yeah. uh, but crazy weekend there. And then um, a couple days later is when I got the first phone call uh, to come down there and uh, meet with uh, Wood Brothers. Team. Who called you? Uh, so it was. Uh, Come on, we want man, details. Man, I got to think man. of the we whole It was. Who uh, it was a, a collective group uh, yeah. of calling. I can't even remember the timeline actually of how it all how it all worked. So I got to recall that. But yeah, it was it was crazy. And I've you know talked to to Eddie and Linwood yeah. in the process and some of the folks with their alliance at Penske um, and went down there and, and met with all of them and had the first talks. And it, it still was you know there was a lot moving and shaking in a, a short period. I mean, let's let's give credit where credit's due. The reason that this move is possible, uh, and a huge hat tip goes to Paul Menard. Because yes. Paul Menard uh, coming out this week saying, hey, I'm going to retire. And the coolest part, I think, of, of the story, and I read this uh, through Nate Ryan and Dustin Long and what they've been writing all week, is the fact that he said, hey, I'm going to step down. And they said, well, who should we get? And he said, Matt. Yep. That what was, does that mean to you? Yeah. So crazy. I've always said, you know, a big priority of mine's always been gaining the respect of your, your drivers and everybody around you. And uh, 
man, it's it's been cool to get to know Paul just as a person over, you know, as a friend over the last few years. And, and he's such a genuine, cool guy. People may not get to know him. I've been lucky to get to know him personally and how just genuine down to earth he is and complaining about how hard it is to change oil on these new vehicles and all that stuff. <laughs> That's hard. Uh, but it was crazy to uh, for, to get that kind of suggestion. I don't know how you tell somebody like that, thank you. It's yeah. just never enough because, I mean, he he's impacting my family and my entire life and everything I've worked for him and that whole, you know, the whole group. It's uh, just crazy to go to one of the most iconic, you know, legendary teams in NASCAR and, and for him to give that endorsement. Yeah, this this is what fascinates me. Um, and, and I brought it up this morning on the phone call when we were talking about this is you leaped out of the 32 without a net. There's no net. You went to the 95 and there was really no net there. You had to create a net. Um, and when things begin to change over there, you're fortunate and blessed and end up in the 21. But none of those moves are lateral moves. Every one of those moves is a move up the ladder. We don't see that anymore. We, you either come in at a Gibbs organization, you come in at a Penske organization, but you've done it the old-fashioned way. You've let your talent speak for yourself. How gratifying is that? Uh, that's, the, that's the cool part that we were talking about. Me, uh, my wife, my parents were actually mentioning it, but um, they were... My parents were almost sad, you know, of like, man, what what could we have done different? Well, yeah. When we just a couple of weeks ago, thought, man, this journey could be over, and, and uh, you know, and I was like, listen to them and Taylor. I was like, this is a tough time, but one, everything happens for a reason. Uh, through my whole career, every time a door is closed, a better one's open. And that's just been being blessed and things happening, you know, beyond my control. And two, but I was like, I would never, ever change the path that I've had to go about. That is old-fashioned to get yeah. here because it's made me who I am as a person. And I, I would never be able to appreciate it as much as um, if I hadn't been able to go through it this way and this journey and learning how all these different teams, you know, operate with, like, being with Go Fast Racing, them giving me that opportunity, even back to BK. Yeah. Then Go Fast, yeah. those guys are like family to yeah. me still. And then the same with LFR, um, you know. Every one of these opportunities is like a dream come true and keep climbing the ladder. What's wild is to see how kind of things have sort of rolled out in the celebrations of, of so many different people for you. Uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. had a tweet that was so cool. They really compared you to somebody who basically walked on a college football team and eventually became a pro bowler. And I thought, man, that's a that's a really good analogy for that hustle, that yeah. those leaps of faith that that Kyle was talking about, but he was just one of them. Like, there was an outpouring. And really, let's let's talk about it. Not only did Paul give you the nod and say, yeah, this is the guy that should go in there, but a guy wins a race, and I walk up to him, and the first thing he <laughs> says I'm sorry. is, I'm so I'm sorry, sorry I'm Matt sorry. Benedetto. And I can't think of another time in sports when someone's been yeah. like, I really hated beating this guy. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the impact that you've had, not only in the sport, but also on these competitors. I know, that's the that's the crazy thing. I couldn't believe after, this was a cool cool moment here and chatting with Denny and, and how much respect uh, I have for him and the things he said to, to me. But that's very odd to get that kind of a comment, but it's amazing to get that they, even these guys um, feel my passion in the journey. Watch that yeah. Hall of Famer. Yeah, you, you do know... And let me ask you this, and, and this is this is it's it's a strange sport, okay? It's how you keep that, and I think you've gained so much respect inside that garage area. Um, so my question is, then when you start winning races and beating them, how do you keep that? 
<laughs> How do you keep that? You know what I'm saying? Because right now, right now they look at you as a threat and they look at you as a competitor, but you're not up there banging doors with them every week. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it, it's a different attitude. I mean, it's a different thing, man, when you step. A lot of times you, you're not banging doors because you've been beating people. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's your true. record but, this but year. But how do you keep that? How do you keep that? Yeah, I think you just always keep doing the, the things that we've been doing and I've been doing as a person is, um, you know, always racing. Well, racing people, how they race you. But you got to earn yeah. your respect. you got to prove yourself. I've never, um, I've always known and, and never felt uh, entitled to yeah. anything throughout this journey. I've always known i got to earn this and earn these guys' respect the the old school way. So I keep on, you know, always applying that yeah. to, to because these guys are, are veterans and people that I've, uh, I'm lucky to be racing around. It's important. And you get that, uh, like, not only on the racetrack gaining their respect, but off the racetrack that's impacted my whole life and career. And this is just one of the yeah. many examples. Denny's impacted my career, you know, Harvick, uh, you know, DW. There's many, many guys now, Paul Menard. There's so many drivers that have had a, and, you know, Dale Jr. and all this support. Yeah. The list goes on and on of, how it's impacted me yeah, in my that's life. Cool. It's awesome. Let's take a look at a, today's starting grid. So much going on. It's time to hit the Las Vegas Strip. Burnout show is going to be amazing. We want to know which cup driver do you think is going to bring the heat heading into the playoffs. Matt's going to talk about his early days on the West Coast and the importance of grassroots racing in America. Is that Cycle Land? That looks like Cycle Land, doesn't it? That and we want to hear from you guys. Oh, is that? Wait, is that you, Kyle? I can't tell. That could be. We want you to use the hashtag Let Me Say This, or you can call us at 1 844 NASCAR NBC. You know, we used to do that thing where we would take clips of drivers talking and we would, if they were whispering, we would add stuff. That shot of Victory Lane, when you leaned into Matt, were you like, hey, man, don't worry, you're going to drive my old car? Is that what? <laughs> Is yeah. that what you guys said? They gave me a slip of paper to slide to him at that point in time. I He's think like, hey, keep your head up. Yeah. Good things I'm going to take happening. credit for it. Might as well take credit. <laughs> yep. yeah, you well, have everybody, to. everybody else is going to take credit for it. Well, driven for him. Clearly, he had to know Everybody's going to take credit. He had to. I'm so excited about y'all calling in today because this, this is the guy we've been talking yes. about all year, and now you have the chance That's right. to talk to him. So you know what? Let's get to the phones. First up, I think his name is Carl. Is that NASCAR on the phone? You better believe it is, guys. How are you? Welcome, buddy. Hey, Matt, Guido, so happy for you. You did it the old school way. You have came up the right way. You so, so deserve this. Happy for you. And with that being said, since the way your career has gone, yes, there's work to be done this year, but do you feel you'll be able to go to the off season with a lot of the strain and weight that you've had before totally gone and, and able to focus on the things that maybe you haven't been able to focus on in the past? Yeah, that's a good question. That's a good question. Uh, yeah, it's a good question, good Carl. Because it, it, my I've had a lot of really horrendously stressful off seasons. I'll yeah. tell you that where I thought this could be a permanent off season. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but no, that, that's a good question. I think yeah, there there is a good bit of season left here that we got to focus on, and and we have a lot of really good racetracks coming up for us yeah. at LFR. A lot of the seven fifty horsepower tracks that kind of suit us a little better. But yeah, as far as the off season, I think it's. Um, yeah, less stress and a sense of that I have a dream opportunity to go out and can compete for, you know, wins yeah. next year. And we've even been doing it this year, but for that opportunity is going to be amazing in that sense. But, you know, the pressure to perform obviously is there um, and continue to prove myself and do what I have to do. So pressure to uh, stay on track and live, eat, sleep and breathe this stuff. I, I, I have a question, I guess. And I've been in this situation, almost every driver has. It seems like when drivers and teams decide to go in opposite directions, they run better. 
Um, it's so, they, they do so because much. the pressure's off you and the pressure is off them. And you guys are in a position in, in these last 10 races. You talk about tracks. Is there a couple of tracks that you maybe have a check mark or have circled to say, yeah, this is another track we can go show people what we can do in this 95 car? Yeah, you know what, what's been eating me alive, me and my, my whole team, me and Wheels, my crew chief, we're talking about it today, is uh, that obviously missing the playoffs there from not getting the win at Bristol eats us up because we look at the schedule. Roval is, you know, really good for us. Dover, another 750 track. Martinsville, uh, Phoenix, and there's another one in there. What's the other? Uh, I'm missing one. But so many racetracks yeah. that we're like, oh, these are all in Talladega. Yeah. All these ones are such great performers for us that we're, we're you know, types of tracks we've been really yeah. fast at. So, yeah, um, great places for us that we can have a lot of extra speed at. And ones that, rightfully so, I think we can contend for a win. Yeah. Not only to these top tens and top fives. Yeah, cool. I hope that you and Jimmy Johnson just go out there and win all the rest of them. <laughs> just know, totally right? mess with everybody. <laughs> yeah. I'm all for it. Uh, let's go back to the phones. We got Marvin Blue on the line. Marvin, what's up, buddy? Hey, what's going on, Rutledge? How you doing, Kyle? And how you doing, Guido? You're looking good, man. Thank you. It's the makeup. It's not actually me. <laughs> hey, listen, Matt. Congratulations on getting the ride. Uh, how focused and poised are you for 2020 to uh, grab uh, the Wood Brothers' your 100th victory? And are you excited at all to be driving for the same Wood Brothers? No. Excited is not. Uh, there's no word to describe <laughs> driving for the Wood Brothers. You know yeah. you know exactly how it is, that all the history involved with that team. But, um, you know, a couple of things. I'd say uh, I'm excited to finish out this year strong. You know, I'm still uh, – 100% focused on the rest of this year with with LFR and, and our team, but um, yeah, no, next year it's going to be uh, it's going to be amazing. What was, what was the other part of his question? Uh, I mean, but you you got a shot at win. No, the hundredth. Uh, that's what I was going to say, man. I'm, I'm way off track. Yeah, so what I was going to say about that is um, is we were we were chatting about that yesterday to Paul. I would I would love to see Paul yeah. um, snag the hundredth win because he you know he's been in the Cup Series for 16 years and it's yeah. it's a, that'd be such a huge milestone for that team. Um, so I would love to see Paul uh, snag that 100th win. They've had a lot of momentum, actually, recently. They've been running uh, really well. So I would like to see that for Paul, but I, I just just to get a win for the Wood Brothers yeah. in general for uh, for us would be amazing. So, so crazy. I can't believe you're here. We got more of your calls when Motormouth continues right after this. And, yes, you can call in and talk to Guido because that's his name. Matt Benedetto's here. experience to go Kyle at some point yes because I figured our show car would blow up there we go it's like a tug of war that was a Ford versus Chevy battle hey style points though creativity style it's a solid points. 10 yes, Tear 
We are looking forward to more fun on the Las Vegas Strip as Burnout Boulevard returns tomorrow night. It all starts 6 p.m. Eastern. Night. Yes. It's amazing what those guys do with rental cars. Isn't it crazy? <laughs> it's crazy. It is so crazy. much fun. It's one of my favorite things <laughs> the fans get to do. Uh, but now, speaking of fans, there's a bunch of your fans on the phone. We're going back to the lines. Yes. We've got Jerry on the line. Jerry, what's on your mind? Hey, what's going on? Just wanted to give Matt a big shout-out, tell him congratulations. Uh, been a big Wood Brothers fan ever since 19, the middle 1960s. Uh, I live one mile north of the Rockingham Motor Speedway, and I'm just so happy for the Wood Brothers and Matt. Thank you, man. Thank, yeah, you. And I, thank I, you. And I, I'm going to say this. That's a lot of pressure. Because I, I know when I drove there, they were guys that were that were fans when Glenn drove, when Curtis Turner drove, when when the. Do you know you, you carry a lot of that's a lot. There's a lot of history. Have you thought about that? This goes back seven decades. They've won a race in seven decades. Yeah. The longest, yeah, longest running team in NASCAR. Thank you. That's that is unbelievable. I was I just had to remind myself and look at the list yeah. of all the drivers uh, a couple of days ago. It's great. Take a look. We got the list. Man, you're so handsome in that car. Look at you. Oh, gosh. That's my that's my, that's my my Matt look. I had short hair then. I, was yeah, I like it. I mean, take a look, though. Buddy Baker, the, Hill I mean, Yarborough. The I mean, names huge, here man. are huge. And your name's on that list. Yeah, but it's and a, I love that. It was like the fifth or sixth column over. They just moved it over for TV right here. <laughs> oh, is that right? <laughs> Have you thought about that? I mean, I mean, I mean, because for me, it weighed on me because of Pearson, because my dad and Pearson raced mm. neck and neck. I mean, we go to the racetrack, we're going to beat that dang 21 car, and now all of a sudden I'm setting at it. You know what I mean? I mean, there, there's a – this is a historic moment, dude. I mean, this is – it's a big, big deal. It's a lot bigger than – Jumping in something else. And just to have your your name tacked on that list is something that all yeah. you know, me and my wife and our family will never never forget. That's just something amazing as to, to be part of that history. So it's uh, it is cool. It's a lot of pressure to be part of uh, such a historic yeah. race team. It's gonna be it's gonna be unreal. Yeah. We have got Bob on the phone. Bob from Pennsylvania. You got a question for Matt? Hey Matt, I just want to say congratulations and. What are you looking forward to next year in the 21 with Brad and, and Joey as teammates? Yeah, thanks, Bob. It's uh, it, there's what's there not to look forward to. It, it is crazy, but there the Wood Brothers' relationship with Penske is obviously incredible, and having um, you know having those teammates you like to lean on is so incredible. I've already leaned on them not being teammates with us with those guys but uh you know brad joey and ryan are, are obviously such good drivers all race winners and you know champions and, and brad and joey it's going to be uh, so it's it's neat and really nice to have that to lean on because i haven't had a lot of uh many teammate situations i was yeah. you know bk um you know a couple teammates in the past but i've been a lot of standalone stuff um since then and in my career so it's so helpful uh, not only from a driver's standpoint, but having the the teams themselves to lean on, it's going to be going to be big and and great uh, learning tools for myself. When you saw Matt, you said that there's one real difference in driving for that family than yeah. any other team it, you race is. for. Yeah. It is. And and you know what? And and it's funny because what struck me when I heard that you were driving there, uh, where we do um, the behind the driver when your parents came out uh, and they interviewed you back in the, and your family fits with their family. And that's what they are, family. I, I don't think anybody's ever driven for them that they don't consider family. I, I mean, I talk to Bernice and Kim. I talk yep. to Kim all the time. Yeah. So it's and, and I still, they make you feel a part of that. You don't work for them. You work with them. That's the kind you of know, people I, they are. So your family, I, and that's the first thing I thought. 
from a family perspective, it's perfect. You know, when uh, I was racing Legends cars against Kevin Wood yeah. at Hickory Motor Speedway, and uh, Lynn and Nancy were, were at the racetrack all the time, they would take us in and feed us. They'd be like, hey, we have food. Come over. We'd be yeah. parked next to them and bring them in. That's just the type of people yeah. and family they are. Yeah. We're yeah. going back to the phones. Just put this in the hopper. You realize that if next year at Darlington you do a throwback, you can honor both Kyle and Dale Jarrett simultaneously. Wow. If you play your cards yeah. right. Uh, we've got Joyce on the line next. <laughs> Joyce, you got a question for Matt. Uh, yes. Uh, my question is, if he would have had to retire from NASCAR, wouldn't have got this ride, what would he have done? Oh, good. Yeah, job? because two weeks ago, yeah. that was a big question mark, right? Yeah. What were, wow. you, what were you thinking? Way to bring us down. Way to bring us down <laughs> with that a real, That's yeah, a real thanks. question. All right, thanks. guys. That's <laughs> <It's> great. <laughs> that's a real question. Yeah, no, it is. It, it is. is. You know, the funny thing is, is that's a question that I've never been able to answer very well yeah. over my entire career. Because, listen, I'm I'm only good at uh, very select things in life, and racing's really uh, my only passion that you know you got to do in life what you live eat sleep and breathe yeah. it's really the only thing that i have that passion for so i don't have a good answer for that never have i mean I, i'm into uh to fitness exercise working out and i've loved uh, working and training with people but um it's not my passion yeah. like racing yeah were you were you to joyce's point though two weeks ago after bristol when you when you stood there by that car and said i want to be here was there real thought the next couple weeks of going, there may not be a place for me? Yep. How yeah. were you trying to navigate that? Uh, it was hard because I was trying to, uh, I don't know if I was trying to block out those thoughts, but I'm trying to balance that of what the heck are, am I going to do, me and my wife, Taylor going to do. It's not like I'm just financially set or anything for, for life. I've been you know trying to climb and work my way up. Um, and trying to hold her together because she's sitting next to me crying every night, <laughs> and rightfully so. So there was a lot going on. I just I couldn't process it all, and uh, that's the struggles of it. But at the end of the day, I tried to always remember, even though it's tough in those situations, that hey, it's gonna everything happens for a reason. That's all I yeah. kept telling myself, and even me and my wife said the same thing. Yeah, everything's gonna and look be at all right. us two weeks later. Yeah, it's <laughs> how, right, how about that? Uh, all right, we're going back to the phones, and we are going to. Fred is next. Fred is on the line from Oklahoma. Fred, what's on your mind? Hey, let me say this. I've been a NASCAR fan since 1980, and in that span of time, there's been plenty of drivers who've left their mark with the fans. But I, I can only remember a handful that have really impressed the entire sport in such a short period of time like you have, Matty. Um, you know, nearly all the fans out there, no matter who their favorite driver is, they're pulling for Matty D, and if they're, they aren't, then I'm, I'm not – so certain they're true fans of the sport um if i may add if i may add one more thing uh we're all super excited and thankful that this opportunity came about for you and no matter what happens in your future be proud of the achievements that you've already made and i for one will never forget standing on pit road in bristol and hearing that roar of that crowd <laughs> thanks so let's, fred let's, That's... Get it, let's, let, let's get it done man shake and bake let's do it that's right, man. I like it. Oh, that's awesome. He's uh, it, that is a big thing to to always remember. Is you know, I'm always thankful for every yeah. single opportunity, you know, greatly and equally because they've all gotten me to this level. So it's been and the pit road. What he's talking about in Bristol was unreal. I I never expected. Actually, I'll tell you when I uh, when it happened and I got out and I'm so bummed and devastated after the race. Um, and then when they came to to interview me and I hear the the crowd screaming like i haven't heard i mean you really since i don't know 
Dale Jr. Yeah. type stuff, you know? Um, and uh, I thought there was a fight somewhere or something. I was like, what's going on? Is there a fight or something? <laughs> and then it just you hit me up. like, yeah, I'm like, that's us. And I could, I literally couldn't get words out. Yeah. That, it's unreal. That's cool. It was so that's awesome cool, in that moment because having just interviewed Denny, you guys are waiting for him to pull up. Yeah. They show you total defeat. The crowd goes crazy. And when you looked up to Colossus and realized, oh, oh that's for me? Yeah. This, wait, yeah. these are, this is my applause, dude. I've... It's funny to be in a sport where the parallel is the last time the Wood Brothers went to Daytona Victory Lane, yeah. everyone hated yeah. on the guy in the media center who clapped, and then there was not a single person who didn't have their yeah. hands together for yeah. the guy that finished second. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's a huge moment, man. Crazy. It's, it's career-defining for so many yeah, of us. It's crazy, yeah. man. On so many we're, different we were levels. Victory Lane, and everybody in Victory Lane looked straight at Colossus. You know what I mean? I mean, because they were the same way. What's going on? And it was you on the big screen, man. Sponsors, That's cool. employees, security Unreal. guards. That's cool, man. That was crazy. That's a moment that you hold on to for oh, life. Yeah. That yeah. was one of those. That is, man. Yep. Fred, great call. Coming up, Matt's going to talk about his journey in grassroots racing, plus a crown and a cape in victory lane. We'll show you next. My track, my roots. Grew up in California, um, but I was young. I was only, you know, I raced from 7 to 12 years old out in California at a track called Cycleland Speedway, dirt racing. Kyle Larson and I grew up out there. But most of my you know, home track, short track racing days, late models and all that were uh, Hickory Speedway. And that's kind of home to me. Hickory was a cool track because there was a couple of distinct grooves and it was easy, you know, you could pass. So it taught you a lot of mechanics that apply to today. How to bump and run and get to people's outsides, hold them tight and all that without wrecking them. We raced um, clean and respectfully. It was, uh, it was fun. I, I miss those days. Take me Won the championship there um, two years in a row in two different classes. When they added my name onto the wall of, of people that have raced at Hickory Motor Speedway and past champions and stuff, kind of their wall of fame, I guess. That was the coolest moment by far, and that's was the racetrack's 10, min 10 minutes from home, so that's really cool. Isn't that cool? It's funny. We I don't think we knew that Cycle Land was a track that you really raced at and really cut your teeth until we were there with Kyle Larson. Yeah, yeah. And we were asking about racing there, and he basically said that you wiped the that floor with him. butt there. <laughs> he said, if you could come to Cycle Land and be Matt, then you had done something. And he said he very rarely went to Cycle Land and ever got close to Matt, is basically what he told us in his racing routes. It was, was cool, man. That was my stomping ground for sure. And there, and then Hickory Motor Speedway when we moved across country, it's, it was fun of watching all that stuff. Is it brings Every time I see all that stuff, I yeah. can't help but smile ear to ear because yeah. those, are, those are some of the best days of my life with short yeah. track racing, grassroots racing. It's so much fun. It brings back so many good memories. That's, that, that's what I like to see the stuff from Hickory and that kind of stuff because basically – we sat here on, on a Wednesday where you make the announcement on a Tuesday and celebrate where your career is at, and everybody thinks you're an overnight sensation. You, you know what I mean? It's just, oh, Matty D, here he comes. He jumps in this car. He does it. And you've been working at this your entire life. Yep. Yeah. From since I was uh, seven years old when I first started racing and none of my family, you know, you yeah. guys know none of my family was involved in racing whatsoever. And we went out there, Cycle Land Speedway, and 
racing and turned into some of the best years of my whole life that not only was it me, but it was a family thing that we enjoyed. And there's so many friends that I still talk to yeah. from all of our local racing, racing when I was seven to 12 years old and our short track stuff at Hickory, it's a, it's a family and you build so many relationships. That's, that's been our whole life. It's so many fun memories. Isn't that cool? Think, think about this. Cycleland Speedway has two guys in the Premier League of NASCAR. <laughs> yep. Hey, think about that. My, my track, my roots, there it is, Cycle and Speedway, and two guys are here. Yep. That's, Me that's and Larson, That is amazing, Weekly man. racing. That is cool. cool. Look at us now. That's, that's so cool. crazy. So when yeah. everybody calls in, they're like, how do I get my kid in NASCAR? You go to your local track that's and you exactly start. Right, go to Cycle and Speedway. Go to Cycle and Speedway. Cycle 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 already got teaches two. teaches you good things. <laughs> he really does. Now, next year, NASCAR's championship is going to have a new home in Arizona at ISM Raceway outside of Phoenix. But guess what? 130 miles south of there, you will find the next track on our 50 states in 50 days tour. What's the name of this one? Tucson. Tucson Speedway. Oh, Those racing through it late October. Their season continues <laughs> this weekend with the Hot Shot 50. But its biggest race is the Chili Willy, not to be confused with the Woo! Wet Willy. Uh, this one, it's in January. It's had six different winners <laughs> in the past six years. One of Tucson's local legends is Mariah McGriff, granddaughter of racing icon, Herschel McGriff, who rides on the Kyle Petty charity ride. She races in the Thunder Trucks division. Tucson also has deep NASCAR roots. It was part of the Truck Series early years and hosts the K&N Pro Series today. How cool is that? Remember, keep sending us your short track photos with the hashtag MyTrackMyRoots. We love seeing this. Rick Gum won last weekend's Pure Stocks feature at Twin Cities Raceway Park in Indiana. And congrats to Ronnie Sorensen third. He got his first career win in the Strictly Stocks race at Florida's Showtime Speedway. Wow. Then we have TJ Herndon after his recent win in the King of Tennessee wow. shootout. Wow, he looks great. At I Duck love River that. Raceway <laughs> Park. He rocked the crowd and cape in Victory Lane. It's like a parquet commercial. My parquet man. or butter. <laughs> da, 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 da. Nah, you my man, man, my man looks great right there. <laughs> We're going back to the phones. We got Robin on the line, North Carolina. Robin, what's on your mind? Hello, uh, Matt. Can you hear hello, me? Robin. Yep. Hello, Robin. Hello, this is Miss Kale, your bus driver from Fred G. Ford. Oh, How are no you? way! Hey, oh, no way! I'm doing great. It's good to hear from you. How are you doing? I'm doing great. And <laughs> you've turned into a fine young man. And congratulations on your uh, with the Hudson brothers. Woodson, Woodson, Woodson. Wood Brothers. <laughs> Wood Brothers. Yeah, thank Brothers. you. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. It's hey, good, to, good oh, to hear from you. Uh, hey, did, did you ever give him any driving you, tips? You did you give him any driving trips? on the bus, Matt. <laughs> please tell us. Please tell us some of his antics <laughs> yeah. on the bus. Please. I, I promise oh, I'm much better now. Um, <laughs> I was well, a bit of a class clown. I know clown. stopped at a stop one time and everybody left the bus and jumped out the back. <laughs> oh, that's true. I uh, I was quite the class clown. You when pulled I was the fire engine on the bus and everyone jumped out the back. Oh, I mean, you know, it wasn't just me. Of course not. <laughs> no, it wasn't just you, but uh, yeah, we had to work you into the southern style. But you've done great, and we're following you. And uh, anything you'd like to say to your old bus driver? 
<laughs> well, thank you and appreciate the driving the driving tips and, keep, and <laughs> keeping me in line because I, I was I was a little bit of a, a class clown. I was a prankster and a jokester and, and a pain in the butt yeah. a little bit I naturally. I was sixty. I love you, were, but I'm not dead. <laughs> you didn't kill me. <laughs> That's right. Amen to that. That's right. Well, thank you uh, for always getting me everywhere. Say, but it really is good to hear from you. That, thank that's you. very that's cool. cool. That's one of the best calls call. ever, man. That's, I just that want you all to know, best call that's why ever. we love doing thank this you. show. Thank the you for calling. The former bus driver. Coming up, we're going to head back to the phones at 844-NASCAR-NBC. If you drove his bus, call in, too. We'll be right back. <laughs> yes. Welcome back to Motor Mouse. I'm sorry I didn't know the camera's on. I'm messing with your hair. We're here with Matt DiBenedetto. This is so exciting. He's here. Huge news this week. Taking your calls at 844-NASCAR-NBC. He's in the 95 this year. He's going to the 21. Historic Wood Brothers. This is so awesome. You guys have had great calls today. Let's keep the conversation going. We are going to Ken from California. Ken, welcome. Hey, thank you. Hey, I just wanted to give a shout-out to my to Matt. Uh, my wife was born and raised in Grass Valley, you know, and we have a lot of family and friends up there. And Matt, it was just so great seeing somebody from there making it. It's That's just so awesome. cool. What, what we're hoping for is we could have a driver from Grass Valley win the Daytona 500 to go with the driver from Nevada City winning the Indy 500. That mm, would be That's cool. right. Yeah. Wow. That yeah, cool. no, no, so is, no pressure. Yeah, I yeah. know, right? Yeah. No, Grass Valley, <laughs> Grass, that, that is cool. Thanks, Ken. I appreciate it. Grass Valley, uh, that's home for me. It was, you know, the in the foothills outside of uh, Sacramento. Really yeah. quiet, beautiful area that I grew up in out there. And so uh, I was there. Larson was in Elk Grove, yeah. which you went yeah. to just yeah. uh, I was an hour away from here. Yeah. So, yeah. Great restaurant there. Great restaurant. Uh, next call, Donald <laughs> uh, is online. Donald, what's on your mind? Yes, thank you so very much for taking my call. Shout out to NBC on y'all's race coverage. It's super. Uh, my thank question you. to Matt is, does he, does he know who his crew chief could be next year? Ooh. And uh, will he have any <clears throat> say-so in that? Thank you. Mm. Great question. So Greg Irwin is the uh, crew chief of the 21 car. Yeah. He's going to continue to uh, crew chief that so car. So basically stays intact then. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm basically plugging and yeah. they are, you know, they have such good yeah. people and an amazing yeah, organization. So I'm just lucky to plug yeah. into a great group of people over there. And I got to meet um, a lot of them yesterday, the yeah. road crew. Paul was introducing me to, to this, his guy. So it's, uh, yeah. yeah, it's going to be neat. Cool. That's awesome. All right. Next up on the line, that was a great question, Donald. We're going to Tim from Arkansas. Tim, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? How's it going, Kyle Rutt? Good. Congrats, Matty. So Thank glad you, to Tim. see you in that 21 next year. Do you see the playoffs in the future? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, the playoffs. That's the, the plan, the goal. Race wins. I mean, that's, uh, you know, we've this year been lucky. To, you know, LFR has been a great opportunity for me to, to take that next step to, you know, running up front, especially the second half of the season when our whole team really meshed and got in a groove of running up front, running around those guys that I haven't rightfully, you know, respectfully, I haven't been able to race around door to door as much uh, this year. Been running up front, these top fives, top tens, competing for, you know, wins, um, Daytona 500, Bristol. So next year will just be uh, more of that. Such an established, amazing team. So, yeah, the plan is wins and playoffs. That's it. 
I'm in. That's a good plan. Yeah, I'm in. That's I like a good that plan. plan. No, Just go it. execute. Just Larry go execute. Yep. is on the line next to North Carolina. Larry, thanks for joining the show. Can you hear me? Yeah, buddy. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Congratulations, Lady D. Hey, man. You man. I just saw that. Yeah, I lived uh, 20 minutes from South Boston. I watched Danny Hamilton cut his teeth at South Boston. And uh, I'm so glad you're going to be with the Wood Brothers. I've been a big Wood Brothers fan for years. In my eye, David Pearson is probably the greatest driver ever. And uh, I want you to make him proud and make everybody proud. Make him proud. <laughs> Thank you, Larry. I appreciate yeah. it. And that's a. Uh... That's cool. Talk, speaking of the grassroots uh, short track race in South Boston Speedway, that's uh, cool. yeah, no, yeah. it's yeah, that's going to be amazing. But uh, it is cool. Speaking yeah. of you know Denny Hamlin's short home track, South Boston yeah. Speedway, that's a lot of good history there. You know what? This feels like we might get to do a, a racing roots with him. That's the one. Wouldn't that be so cool? Yeah. You know what? We we can't look away from the fact that this day holds so much history yes. um, in this country. What's your memory? Of, of after 9-11, the first time we went back racing? We went back um, to Dover. We did not race that weekend, obviously. Um, and we went back to Dover. And, and I, I will say this, that there's only been a couple of times when it is totally quiet at a racetrack. And when they played that national anthem and us all coming back with the flags on the cars, with the red, white, and blue paint schemes, it was the most somber moment, but the most proud moment because the country stood together, and this this sport stood together, um, and and I can't even put into words. I mean, it was like even riding around and seeing the fans and seeing the military that was there, seeing everything that was there, had so much. It was so raw. It, it was so the emotion was right on the surface. Every lap, every every time you talk to somebody, and that was our family. That garage area is our family. You know that. It is. We had not seen each other since the Twin Towers. We had not physically all been in one place. So to all be in that little garage area in Dover, to all be able to walk around and make sure that everybody was there and everybody was safe and everybody was good was one thing. But to see the fans and to see the way that was, that was very, 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 probably one of the most emotional moments uh, that I've ever experienced at a racetrack with the fans, with the fans as one body understanding what this country meant, what that moment meant, and where we were. Um, and, and the big picture of life and, and what was important. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, You're awesome. Fun. Coming up, Nate Ryan is going to join us with some viewer feedback And Let Me Say This. Guido's here. Stay with us. Let me say this. Now I'm going to say this. Let me say this. But I'm going to say this. Let me say this. And let me say this. Let me say this. Sorry, caller. Okay, I'm going to say this. No, let me say this. Hey, Kyle, let somebody else talk for once. But I'm telling you something. But I'm going to tell you. And listen. Man, you talk a lot. I will say it forever. Oh, it makes I love laugh. that. Man. Every time. I love that, man. Nate <laughs> Ryan is here, and that means it's time for Let Me Say This. Nate, what are the fans saying on social media today? A lot of questions for our guest, who, of course, is Good. at the end of the hour. Uh, Bob Newell wants to know. I know Kyle tried to ask you about the timeline of finding out. Um, Bob Newell wants to know, what were your first words when you found out when you were going to be driving the car officially? Do you remember? We're on cable. Yeah, if, yeah. Yeah. if it's safe oh, okay. for a family audience, so, what were your first words? Holy Crap. Holy okay, crap. That's I'm it. driving. That was my wife and I's conversation. It literally, actually, we're, yeah. we're, that was what came out. It was to both of us. I looked at her and was like, babe, 
<laughs> was happening, and it was holy, holy crap, holy crap, it's happening. All right, <laughs> there you go. That's good. Thank you for self-censoring. Tim Fargo <laughs> yeah. wants to know, um, did Matt keep his sweet Ford Mustang when he started driving a Toyota? Because I believe you're going back to Ford next year. I, I believe you arrived here today <laughs> yeah. in a Toyota. Um, are yes. You, are you driving a Mustang again next year? Uh, I'm going to have to figure out what, what car should I get through Ford. I, I mean, I'm a big, I'm a gearhead. So um, I did have a, a GT350 when I was driving for yeah. Ford. Um, previously, and uh, yeah, right now I have a, uh, a cool Forerunner Voodoo Blue TRD Pro. I asked the same question. And Alexis RCF. <laughs> I have Alexis. In. Yeah, the, the RCF me. is dope. Yeah, so uh, but I'm a gearhead. I like all cars. Um, I'm a big Mustang fan. I've owned three of them. Three. Which is surprising because he has sleeves on his shirt, which is typically how you know. It's because you guys made me. Well, you didn't make me for the show. Can I go sleeveless? <laughs> All right. A lot of Thanks anticipation for, for that, for what you're going to be driving. A lot of anticipation yep. as well for what uh, you'll be wearing. Zach Squanda wants to know, when will your Wood Brothers 21 gear be Ooh. on sale next year? Do you know? I don't know. Okay. I'm not sure he's, yet. He's buying it as soon as uh, People available. have already been buying hats. My, uh, oh, no way. Yeah, my, yeah. my father-in-law already was telling my wife, I bought a hat. I got a hat. He actually has a ton of Wood Brothers gear already. Yeah. But, yeah, I'll let you guys know. All right, good. Uh, Johnny Rocket, uh, hashtag let me say this. You talked about Greg Irwin being your new crew chief and meeting him. Uh, Johnny wants to know, how will that crew chief change affect your performance? Because you had a good relationship with Mike Wheeler this year. Yeah, I think I've you know been lucky enough to adapt to uh, a bunch of different people, work with a lot of different guys. Um, you know, mine and Wheel's relationship is, is special. We, we work together great, and it's huge. You, it's, it's like a relationship on no different than, you know, one with how, how strong it has to be with your wife. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's I, people may think it's funny to say that, but you understand but that's what it, it is. It is. Right. You have to, yeah, just like you and <laughs> I understand over us. here. So, we no, understand. I look forward to, uh, to working with Craig. Obviously, they have such good people when you can plug into right. organization with such good people. And Greg's been around for, yeah. you know, a long time and done a lot of yeah. great things. So, I have no, no worries about that. I'm just going to interrupt this love fest. I have two more tweets. No. Uh, right. One from Niles. Uh, what other drivers in the 17th to 28th place scrum every week are also exceptionally underrated, like yourself? oh man there's a that's a hard that's a tough question because i feel like everybody in the cup series i I say that is like look at a um alex bowman i used him as an example he kind of did this sort of step just before me alex was racing for bk racing just like uh myself and then he was with tommy baldwin's team and then uh took a chance and gambled as well now he's with Hendrick, yeah. and he's one in the Cup Series. You know, so the, everyone in the Cup Series is hard to pick out just one. They're all very talented. Gotcha. All right, and finally, Eileen says this is not a question; it's just a comment. Hashtag Let me say this: they, she wants to congratulate you. She congratulate you, and they love the twenty one here in Vegas. Apparently, she's in Las Vegas. So Guido Nation Vegas chapter. Apparently, she's the president, and I think it's appropriate. Vegas is the place this weekend because you, you said last year you're going to bet on yourself, and now yeah, I know, right? you go to Vegas yeah. as the man of the hour. Yeah, Perfect Vegas. timing. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's cool. This is so cool. Thank great you. comments, great questions. Yes, thank you. We're going to wrap up today's show with more of your phone calls next on Motormouth. Hey, all 
right, that's a jazzy little tune there. We're looking forward to playoff weekend in Las Vegas. It all starts tomorrow here on NBCSN with media day coverage at 6 Eastern. Then the fun really starts at 7 as the 16 playoff drivers turn the Las Vegas Strip into Burnout Boulevard. It's going to be huge. You don't want to miss that. we got time for a few more calls. Matt Benedetto is here. It's been a huge week for him. So we are going first with... Dave on the phone. Dave, what's up, buddy? Hey, Kyle, but Matt, I just want to say Matt couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. Thank you, Dave. I, I used to race uh, Cycleland Speedway before they had minis or cars out there uh, when they only had motorcycles. Oh, the oh that's yep. my man right that there. Yeah, the he's called, on a motorcycle. They called that place the Chicken Lick. <laughs> uh, that's awesome yeah they had a big motorcycle track yeah, out there. Cool. that was where it all started yeah. and it transitioned to having the dirt track yeah too. that's cool that's awesome that's dave cool, you're man. awesome thanks, hardcore. thanks. Uh, let's go to virginia next virginia welcome to the show there is a santa claus Hi, virginia how are you doing today <laughs> we're great how you doing <laughs> all right i just want to say you and kyle i love you guys i watch every week maddie d i just want to say I like you a lot, and I was just wondering how what you were looking forward to next year. But what I wanted to say is when I've always been a junior fan in Earnhardt. And when junior retired, it was a sad day, but I understood. But I had nobody to follow until one day I watched you, and I've been hooked ever since, and I've pulled for you. And when at Bristol, I was on the seat. Boy, I knew you were going to win, and I was sad when you were sad, too. I thought you had that race won. But I just want to say I'm with you forever. And I was wanting to know what you were looking forward to going to the Wood Brothers next year. That's awesome. That Thank is you. awesome. That's cool. I love comments yeah. and feedback like that. That means so much. That's 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 neat. I'm I have a lot I have so much to look forward to. We were chatting about that. I, I don't even know where to start, but goals and what I'd be looking forward to is even this year I really want to get the first win for LFR. It made me sad to miss it at Bristol. And then next year to like we talk about the history, yeah. if I can add myself to the list of yeah. winners for Wood Brothers Racing yeah. would be that that's that's something I look forward to trying to uh, we're gonna accomplish. Cool. It's, it's unbelievable. Not trying. We're going to do it. He, he needs now his new line of clothing is D Nation. Uh, you know, Maddie D. Yeah. D Nation. That's and, it, man. D Nation. You can buy Guido your stuff Nation on and, Facebook. Yeah, right? Guido, Guido Nation. Nation. And Virginia, I think our favorite thing was that you said you loved us, but you liked Matt. You've got to get that like to love, brother. <laughs> well, so uh, this relationship you guys got going on is next no level. No pressure. Thus far, the great callers today—they basically want you to win the Daytona 500 on your way to the champion uh, championship, and then they need to love you. They like you. I mean, this has been awesome. Th these yeah. calls have been. So cool. Thanks for doing this, being a part of this this yep. week. Congratulations. We can't say enough. Paul Menard, you are a, a bad mammer jammer. We're so glad you've been in this yeah, sport, man. dude. Thank you. And to have the nod that you gave him, this is huge. Nate Ryan is here. He's going to get ready for the YouTube after show, which you can call in and join us for that. Head over to the Motorsports Channel on YouTube, uh, the NASCAR Where you see YouTube. And for it. Matt Benedetto <laughs> is the man. He's going to be driving next year in the 21. Thanks for watching. Thank you. 
Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939.